Welcome to your song of aliveness. <laughs> Welcome to the Song of Aliveness podcast. Hey, this podcast is all about exploring what is going on with the feelings that we have, with the thoughts that we have. Why are we struggling to figure out how to live life on our terms? Why do we feel like we need the universe to throw us a bone here? Hey, we've been good and we want to end suffering in our life. Is that such a bad thing? No, it's not. It has everything to do with the narration that you are telling in your own head, the song that's playing in your own mind. It's your song. It's a song you were meant to sing. Welcome to a discussion, Awakening Your Song of Aliveness. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Song of Aliveness, your Song of Aliveness. How's it going, my friend? Good to be here, good to see you. Um, No, I don't see you (laughs) when I'm on the podcast, Um, but I do. I see you in my mind's eye. Um, I love playing with all different ways of, uh, you know, exploring what is reality. Like, when I see you in my mind's eye, is that real, what I'm seeing in my mind? It's like, it seems like it's you, it seems like it's something. Is a thought real? It shows up on a computer screen as energy, Um, but can we take it out? Can we, uh, you know, put it in our hands and look at it for a moment? And yet these thoughts are so powerful in our lives. We tell ourselves a thought about how something is going to go, and it creates a physical response in our body, right? So, oh my goodness, so much to explore. Always so much to be aware of and awake to. Um, And it begins in this moment right now. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about parenting, and I want to talk about being present as a parent. What does that look like? How does that actually uh, inform what I believe is our true responsibility as a parent? I have two children. If you are just tuning in and you haven't listened to me in the past, I have two children, a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old, a girl and a boy, and I have come to experience in my own life and in the work that I do with my clients that the most powerful parenting always, always, always comes from when we are present in the moment and connected with our child. So that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to get into um, in today's episode. So here's where I want to start. I want to start with this misnomer. Is that the right way to say it? This, (laughs) maybe the way it's like this false belief that as a parent, your child's happiness is your responsibility. And I want to say this, your child's happiness is not your responsibility. I'll say it again. Your child's happiness is not your responsibility. Your responsibility for your child is always only to be fully present with your child. Now, 
some people might say, well, that, you know, that is like just be loving with your child. Like your responsibility is to be connected with your child. Yeah, it's all of that, but it comes out of being present in the moment. The biggest challenge that I coach people on, people, uh, parents on when they come to me is that they aren't fully aware that they are parenting based on not being present in the moment with their child. And that goes for all along your parenting, uh, you know, your life of being a parent with a child. It works with parents who are, um, you know, just beginning their parenting journey, parents who have been parenting for a while, and parents who, uh, you know, the children are already gone and out of the house. You can always come back to this work the way that I'm going to describe it in this podcast for any moment. All that is, you know, required is that you're a parent. And you don't even have to be a parent. You could be an auntie, you could be uh, you know, a friend, it's a child uh, in, in your life that's your friend's child or, you know, whatever. Even as teachers, like anybody that is holding that type of connection with a child can do this work. So the responsibility is for us to be fully present with the child. So that means that you are with the child as they are right in the moment. Not the child that, you know, was in the picture in your mind's eye that, you know, should be showing up or whatever, but being present with that child right there in the moment. Because being present is a gift that will serve both you and your child. It does serve you and your child when you're present in the moment you're able to react and respond with the an appropriate reaction for that moment because when we are present we take into account all that is unfolding in the moment so this is where it starts to you know, maybe it looks a little bit interesting from an outside observer. And like, because when we are present, when we are parenting and making decisions and being responsible from a present moment, being a parent and the things that we are saying and doing can look inconsistent on the outside. Let me say that another way. Sometimes a situation may show up, and if you are present in that moment, you might have a response of saying, holding a firm no. Now, that same situation might show up again, maybe a couple days later, whatever, but this time, again, you being present in the present moment, you're response is to be softer with the child and maybe you even say yes for the same situation so 
here's why I want to make a point of this. So many of us, even if we intellectually know this, we actually parent from a place where we have mistakenly been fed that parenting is a very black and white um, situation, right? It's a very if-then situation. Like, you want your child to do this, you want to teach your child X, then do this and this and this, right? And don't stray or else they'll, they will falter from the behavior that you're trying to set and you will be the one to blame. So where did this come from? It comes from the, like, I don't know, the larger community at large of how we see parenting. Now, we can go into a whole other parent. There's plenty of parenting podcasts out there that can talk about, you know, how more separated we are as parents now than ever in history, you know, without the multi-generational representation and how other cultures and, um, you know, other uh, even, you know, maybe uh, more indigenous cultures or like that they had a much different setup of how to parent than we do today. Parenting can feel very, uh, very separating, if, if you will, right? Um, like, and even within a, your own household, you may not have the same parenting ideas as your spouse. So lots of parents report to me that before having kids, they would judge other parents and they would, you know, assume that the child's behavior was 100% a result of the parent. Like, you know, you're sitting at dinner and you see a kid being really wiggly and maybe you lean over to the person that you are at dinner with and like, you know, boy, those parents, right? And, or they, they feel bad for, uh, like that there's something wrong with the kid, like all kinds of judgments. Right. But once they themselves become parents or you yourself become a parent, like we begin to see that and look and think that everyone around us is now judging us in the same way that our child this child is a result of our parenting. And if there is behavior that isn't favorable, then somehow it is on the parent. And yet now as the parent, you or this parent that I'm speaking with, they might feel powerless to create the behavior that they um, are desiring. And usually the more that a parent tries to get a behavior, the less likely it is to happen. That's why I want to focus here now on parenting by being present. Now, parenting by being present in the present situation requires that the parent be willing to learn how to go inside, inside their own self. And what I mean by going inside themselves, I mean that they know how to go in and connect with their own inner wisdom 
in a situation, that they trust that inner wisdom. Maybe it's like that inner voice or the thoughts in your head that you actually know how to kind of get still, connect with the body, and let the body and the mind work together. That's the vertical balance that I talk a lot about in other podcasts. Being connected with that, you know, what's going on within themselves and trusting that the parent is therefore connected to the moment. And the moment includes the parent, it includes the child, and it also includes taking into account all of what is in that moment. So one thing I love about this is that the trust that a parent exhibits and gets in touch with in that moment, it's, it's, it's sensed or felt by the child in that situation. Now, the child may remain upset, they may remain triggered, etc. But what begins to happen as a parent is present and, and puts this into practice is that the emotion is honored and it does not become the focus of that parent's um, you know, responsibility or the thing that they're trying to, to change or fix in that moment. The emotion it's is allowed to just be a natural part of the child, the nat- a natural part of the child's functions, just like any other function that they have, like digesting or thinking or moving. Emotions are just a natural part of that. So parents have a master class if they choose in how to be present. To learn this, I always suggest that we use a moment that has maybe already happened and that you go back and look at it from a place where you are maybe more calm and able to do some good reflection on it. That way you are more likely to really understand and see what was happening in that situation on your side. What was the part that you can own as the parent, right? And how that helps us is then in future situations as a parent we're going to have some new information that we can tap into and look at and potentially use now this isn't always easy work because it really is going in and understanding your part as the parent where did you step out and um you know of getting to be fully present with your child what was the thing that 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 kind of knocked you out of staying connected to them. But if we are willing to do this, it's very rewarding to watch yourself stay connected with your child and have that stay intact the next time you're in one of those challenging moments. Now, like I said, it also works for parents if your child no longer is physically living with you because you will still have thoughts and emotions around your child even if you are thinking of them in your mind. And that's where we're doing this work. We're doing this work as the thoughts show up in your head and then also connecting with how do they 
make you, um, how does your body respond to them in this moment right here, being present. So here's an example. I was working with a client and this parent was watching their child get really frustrated one evening. Now, both parents became really upset. There was another child that was upset and this child was not listening and things and the behavior was continuing to ramp up. So finally, this parent, my client that I was working with, they told me that they made a trade for the behavior that they wanted and then the child got what they wanted. Now the other parent was not happy with this and they said that you know they were only helping to perpetuate the bad behavior. They were essentially letting the child get away with it. So there's a lot there as well, but let's focus on the parent that I was working with, the one who made the trade. So when we unpacked this situation later on after it had happened, what they found was they were feeling in that moment, um, what, wait, that's what I meant to say. What we unpacked was what they were feeling in that moment. And then we moved more deeply into looking to see what were they also thinking? What were the images coming up in their mind? And what that all revealed was the feeling that they were feeling in their body in that moment was actually a, you know, a likeness of feeling afraid of the child, afraid of their behavior and where it would lead. Hmm. So this is what I mean about getting present with in the moment and doing this work after the fact is we get to see, whoa, were we even aware of that was one of the feelings that was coming up in that moment. Now, they were not afraid of the child that was standing right there, but the child of the future, the one that this parent was seeing in their mind's eye. What we found as we slowed this moment down and went back and looked was that they were picturing their child in the future struggling in other situations. They were having a really hard time controlling their emotions. They were a, a tendency to overreact to thing and that they were causing harm to themselves and to others, potentially even going as far as lighting the house on fire. That is the power of our mind in that, in those moments when those words are flying and the children is is frustrated and angry and maybe our partner is also frustrated and angry all these things we're not able to slow down and say hold on wait time out let me take a look is my mind like feeding me things that are helpful here what's going on and so when i asked this parent who thought about you know it, going through that same situation, but going through the same situation without focusing on the future child, to relive that in a way and be in that moment, 
But now, knowing that they could, for a moment, just drop and not focus on the child of the future, they said that they would be more connected and more curious about their child who was standing right there in front of them. If they weren't thinking and projecting in their mind about the future where they were struggling and where they were uh, unable to control their emotions, etc., etc., they would just be present with the child that was standing in front of them and curious and staying connected with them, even in their struggle. That is parenting from the present moment. That's how we do it. We may not be able to do it in the moment with our child, but we can do it after the fact and reconnect with our child. They then went on to see that they could be available to ask more questions in that situation of their child. They would be more available rather than trying to get the child to see their point of view. When you are in fear, you are trying to convince. When you step out of that fear and you get present, you are more curious and you're going to you know, maybe even collect more information from the child and stay connected with them. So not long afterwards, this parent told me a similar situation happened. And they told me that when the situation began to build up, they stayed connected with the child and they began to ask some questions, more open-ended questions, curious questions of what was going on for the child in the moment. What did they need? You know, what were they feeling? What were some of the words or images that were coming up? And that parent told me that the situation didn't rise to the same level it had previously. It did not escalate. I'd like to say because, you know, because the parent was more present, you know, it, I feel like it ha- always comes back to us as parents. That's the responsibility is on us. And another beautiful part of this story was then a few days later, the child, totally unprompt, started telling this parent about thoughts that they were having. And this led to a conversation about emotions. Huh. So, connected, present, available. As a parent, this is our responsibility. This is your responsibility. It always is and always has been. Our job is to just do the work to stay there. And I know life happens. That's why I love getting to be a coach because life happens. You know, we're like, oh, Pete, that sounds like a great idea. I want to be present with my child. I want to have similar results of, you know, connecting with my child. But we get home, we're tired, we're just thinking about all these things that said, and then we get an email where somebody kind of, you know, went behind our back or like, you know, went to, like, they did something they said they weren't going to do, or they, you know, misinterpret something that we wrote, and you know, we, we get fired up and then all of a sudden the kid walks in and they're doing their thing and I get it. It's like, 
in that moment, we don't always show up the best way that we want to. But self, this practice that I love of self-kindness, self-love, self-compassion, that leads to awakening this aliveness in us. It's all about, are you willing to continue to try it out and support yourself in having your own back, even if it goes astray a handful or a dozen, couple dozen times, (laughs) right? Let yourself review a moment in time. Try this out. Go back and feel what you were feeling and then, you know, notice and write down what you were thinking. You can always question your thoughts. There are so many beautiful ways to do that. Or you can look for intentional new thoughts and new feelings that you would like to have in that situation next time. Maybe you would like to not lose your cool. Like, what would do you need to be thinking to not lose your cool? Is it, I can handle this? Is it, you know, this is just a moment in time, my child's life? You know, what are the thoughts? And get intentional. Do this work. Your brain's not going to want to do it. But you get to invite yourself to do this. What would you need to be thinking to get that result? How would you need to be feeling? And what if there was a completely different vibration you can access in that situation next time? Hmm. I love these bold questions. I love that you took this time to listen, and I would love to hear how this affects your parenting going forward. All right, lots of love. Until next time, I'm so grateful that you are here. I'm grateful you took the time. And maybe share this with another parent, and let's see, uh, maybe it stimulates some conversation that you would have either with your spouse or with some friends, and test this out. I think that as we raise our own self-awareness, self-compassion, self-love, self-trust, it helps us to be better, more present parents staying connected with the child and teaching them that all of them makes sense. All of them is trustworthy. It begins with us. It's our responsibility, not their happiness. Our responsibility is to be present, available, and connected. All right, that's what I got. Love you. See you next time. All right, all right, all right. Are you ready? Head on down to the show notes and click on the link to schedule your free one-on-one life coaching consultation call. On that call, you and I will talk about exploring and creating this foundation once and for all in your life.